0: We're going to close with this. I've been expecting you, Mr Pacheco. (laughs) Uh, In case listeners, I mean, surely there can't be any who haven't got the hint. What is the chart?
1: On this week's global countdown, Fernando? It's very rare that I do a special one here, uh, Tom, but basically I decided to look at the top five, not best songs from Bond, I have to say, according to the American charts. I have to use kind of, because I know this kind of lists cause controversy, you know, the Bond fans, they always have their favorites, because there are a lot of big names missing out. I mean, I'm not going to review because then otherwise you know that it's not going to be on the top five. And I know you're a fan as well. I'm, I'm a big fan of James Bond. I think. I think, I think I've watched all of them, all the 25 of them. I'm not surprised, Fernando, that you've watched them all. I've seen, I'm pretty sure, most of them.
0: Probably not in the right order. I can imagine you doing a kind of marathon sesh and trying to view them all back to back.
1: Exactly. I mean, One for you, another day, perhaps? If you live in the UK, to be honest, I mean, every weekend there's, there's a bone film on television. I mean, you wouldn't miss out, especially yeah. on ITV. International
0: listeners to- should check out ITV4. Exactly. Where apparently that's all that they Exactly. Out. Anyway, yeah. let's talk about the tunes because there have been some absolute belters down the years. We're talking, what, 50, 60 years almost. Uh, but we should start. This week's special
1: Bond-themed countdown with the all-time US chart number five track, and that's one that I think most people would know. It's of course Adele with "Skyfall" from the same film in 2012, and this one song—I mean—won the Oscar for best song. It was, according to you know, music experts, one of the best Bond tracks in recent years. Uh, it's epic, dark, and moody. Shall we have a listen?
0: I mean... It's a it's a big belting ballad,
1: isn't it, from Adele. Are you a fan, Fernando, of that one? I, I am a fan. It's not my favorite. I think it's quite a safe choice as well. But I think Skyfall, I think it matches very well Skyfall because Skyfall was the most profitable bond as well. More than a billion dollars at the box office. So of course, they have to hire Adele, which is kind of the best-selling artist of the moment. Everything she releases, it becomes gold. In a way, <laughs> very nice. I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> is great, you know. I know lady, heard... you need to do some
0: scripting for some <laughs> of these movies. Uh, number four, we are rolling the clock back.
1: Oh, what four, three and a half decades, something of that order? Kind of, 1981. Uh, this one, and it's an interesting choice, uh, Tom, because this uh, film, For Your Eyes Only, was this, the follow-up of Moonraker, which a lot of people hated Moonraker because Bone went to space and it was getting a bit too much. It was so, pretty ridiculous. It was pretty ridiculous, yeah. I, mean, I, I quite enjoyed that film, but For Your Eyes Only is a more subdued, so they decided to choose a more seductive track as well. Very kind of, uh, you know, very sexual but in a very very lightweight, it's Sheena Easton with Four Your Eyes Only and after we play this clip I'll tell you what's different about that track as well. Let's have a listen.
0: Sheena Easton there, and listeners, can I just reassure them, you did say you consider that to be lightly sexual.
1: Yeah. Is it only lightly. lightly. Only lightly. Not yeah. heavily sexual. Not heavily sexual. It's, it's
0: too early in the day for that <laughs> exactly, kind of thing. Exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, Sheena, do you like this one? I like this one. And I think Sheena, I think the producers liked her looks as well. She's the, one of the few artists that is actually singing in the opening sequence in the cinema. So, you know, that's her face you see at the opening sequence, which, again, is quite mellow. And I think Roger Moore kind of is flying this kind of, what, kind of ocean in a way. It's very confusing. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, she's one of the few that is actually in the film... Uh, itself as well, good song, a good, a good, nice track. By right, Sheena.
0: we're we're at the middle of the charts now. Fernando, can I slightly jump the gun on what is at of number course. three by telling you that this is potentially just on background my favourite Bond film of them all. Amazing, uh, so very interesting pick,
1: Tom. Very good one. It's controversial.
0: I know it's controversial. It, it,
1: it is. It is a bit controversial because Live and Let Die. Actually, from what I've been reading, I, I believe that was the first Roger Moore f- uh, film I, as I well. I think so, and. It was not kind of this kind of rich villain. It was quite... Uh, it talked about drug trafficking, and it was in the middle of the black exploitation era. So it's quite interesting, quite a diverse... Uh, the first African-American Bond girl as well. And the track... Do you like the track as well? I, I, you, you told me you like the film, but... Well, context is everything. Mm-hmm. I like the track for the movie
0: regular listeners may know of my sort of antipathy towards uh, the the lead singer this is in one of his even worse iterations in my view um but tell us what it is fernando
1: let's have a listen and number three we have paul mccartney and wings with live and let die say
0: live and let die <laughs> Oh come! On, that is an absolute it's stone cold classic.
1: It's a been great a while, scenes, yeah. And I agree with you about Paul McCartney, but this one, I have to say, I really, really like that it. That is a zinger. I love it. And number two, Tom, I know you like kind of those little stats uh, because I'm gonna say number two is Carly Simon for nobody does it better. But, of course, the title is Nobody Does It Better. I mean, there's no Bone film called like that. And there's only a couple, I think, of tracks very, where this where this holds true. Very few. I think uh, before... The, the film is from 1977. Before that, only I think Dr. No had a track that was not the title of the film. It's from The Spy Who Loved Me. But in this track, she does mention the, the word The Spy Who Loved Me. So, I mean, it's not, you know, that... They're covering the bases.
0: I, but I like these little kind of standouts, these outlier tracks. I mean, Carly Simon
1: bit of a legend nobody does it better does it tick the boxes for you fernando before we hear it very much so i love a good power ballad and carly simon i I think she's a very respected artist amazing classic songs as well and the film is pretty good actually the spy who loved me got uh, a thing on rotten tomatoes 80 percent, which is very good for a bond film i'm slightly surprised by that to be honest exactly so let's have a listen i mean the wonderful carly simon nobody does it better So how many of these have Roger Moore in it? To be honest, most of them. I mean, he really. Oh, well, that's controversial he, as well, isn't controver- it? It's controversial, but
0: I quite like Roger. Where Moore. does he stand in the Bond
1: actor pantheon for you? You, you know what? I think he's one of my favourites because okay. I mean, my kind of Bond experiences started with him, not with Sean Connery, not with Pierce Brosnan. The first films I watched were Roger Moore, and I quite like that. He's kind of funny and camp in a way, which that's what well, I associate. Oh, more
0: fun, exactly. The, and and apparently, I don't know if this is correct or apocryphal, but. Uh, Ian Fleming wanted Roger Moore from the from the get go. Is that true? Anyone behind was, Nobody knows. Actually, Nobody knows.
1: I, 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 I think that is true. I have a question. Do you think Roger Moore is a blonde guy? Right. I mean, why people say that Daniel Craig was the first blonde? Uh, well, he's well,
0: kind it, of it, slightly darker. Nutty, yeah.
1: yeah, a bit controversial. But anyway, I was I was just wondering bit about that. Bit of a legend. Bit of a
0: legend. Uh, Roger Moore. Right. Now we've had Carly classic singers Carly Simon. People, maybe better known for other things, but indisputably great songwriters, Paul McCartney. We've had Adele from the contemporary canon. Our listeners will be thinking, <laughs> what can be at number one? And they probably fall into a trap of thinking it's one of the old favourites, but they'd be wrong.
1: They will be wrong. And this is actually a controversial number one. I have to say, I love it, but I know there are people that hate it. In fact, there are a lot of people, Bond fans, that don't like this film at all. Actually, it was panned by the critics, but it was incredibly successful commercially and i mean just look at the band they chose duran duran at at their peak kind of new wave and okay the track is a bit silly but i like it you know i like a little bit a bit silly and i do like a view to a kill as a film as well um you know the critics will might might disagree with me but i don't care
0: Uh, i think we should listen to it this is duran duran we're right slap bang in the middle of the haze of the 80s let's take a listen
1: Amazing, and and the film. Do you remember Christopher Walken, Grace Jones? It was there were some fun elements. There were some in the iconic film. moments. Yeah, and uh, maybe not in a good way. I don't know. <laughs> the 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 only number one Bond song in the US as well. I have to say, funnily enough, not number one here in the UK. It was three weeks at number two, just behind Pohard Castle 19, the very ah, iconic track. Yeah. So just a little trivia. God, there was a
0: lot of synth happening, and exactly. I feel. Obligated to point out, as this has been written into the very script, the fabric of today's programme, that our producer Rhys James wants it known to all and sundry that he's appalled that Shirley Bassey. Well, I don't know why. What is his tie to Shirley Bassey? Could it be something to do with nationhood? I don't know. Uh, neither Diamonds or Forever
1: nor Goldfinger make the top five. He's outraged. Are you outraged, Fernando? Mildly outraged. I mean, but, but 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 I have to say, I mean, she has. I mean, she's amazing, Shirley Bassey. Just, but we know we have to stick to the facts. I mean, diamonds are forever. Only charted like number thirty-eight, actually. So you know, it's it looks beautiful in the film, but perhaps people are not actually uh, listening. Even Madonna's not here. You know that I'm a big Madonna fan. I cannot believe you didn't concoct a top yes. five Bond themes that in some way had Madonna. Featuring. She's not there, but she's amazing. Even Sam Smith is not here as well. So mm. kind of a lot of big names. Louis Armstrong. My God, there's so much. Maybe I have to do a second one. A Bond uh, number i I'm two. just
0: hearing the audience definitely do not want <laughs> yeah. to have a second
1: one for that day. No. no, we're back to nominees. Uh,
0: lovely stuff, Faye. That was great fun. Thank you very much indeed uh, for guiding us through the top five U.S. Bond Tracks and people should check out uh, Monoclon Culture Fernando, shouldn't they? This week, a Bond special, pretty good show. I spoke to the director and to the producers of the film, No Time to Die. There you go. Go and check it out.